in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. But we've got like caramel coffee and chocolate coffee, fruit coffee, spice coffee, normal coffee in the kitchen. You sound like Ramona Flowers listing your teas. Yes. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Nerd OD podcast. This week you've got me, Dave. Me, Dan. And me, Reg. Way, look at that crew. So Three here we are. Is having a night off. He's this, having a night off. Oh, well, this is the most beautiful threesome I've ever been involved in. Wow, uh, that's, that's a big deal because I know about all about your threesome, Reg. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Save it for Reg. I'm, I'm completely kidding. <laughs> but I'm kidding. It might be the only one I've ever been in, but, but, but that is still the most beautiful threesome I've ever had. The one I know about. What was that? that Ash commenting oh, Ash on Yeah, Ash was like, the only one you ever had. That's yeah. like... Yes. That is all that matters, is that that is true. Yes. Mm. So how are you guys? I am doing bloody good, sir. Mm. Not um, sure how we top that little intro. I think we've kind of peaked a bit too soon, haven't we? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <I don't laughs> <know. laughs> um, no, I'm doing good, because today is the day where we pod. It's Cyber Monday, and it's also payday. So... What a combination. So, uh, yeah, so I got paid, and now I'm waiting until I get paid again. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. uh, days when you got paid, I remember those. <laughs> they will come again, Dan. The sun yeah. will shine again on your bank balance. Yeah. Um, I I got frustrated this week, this year, with um, Good Friday and Cyber Monday, because there's nothing, like, there's, there's loads of stuff I could buy, but there's nothing, like, that I actually really want to get that I've got exciting discounts about. Like, I've been trawling through Amazon, trawling through various retailers. I've got some presents and various bits for the kid and whatever else. But, like, I don't – I just don't – I don't know what I want. I don't, there's mm. nothing grabbing me, you know, with all the discounts as they are. And it's nuts because you'd think there'd be something I'd be able to see and go, oh, yeah, I, I definitely want that. But That's I, the I thing, can't. isn't it? It's like I, I get so excited about, like, ooh, what can we get? And the only thing I ever buy on Black Friday for myself is games. Like Saturday yeah. Monday, it's just it's just games. But now I don't have a console, good, good and I'm only happens. playing. Wow, I'm like I I don't need games. I can't buy <laughs> games because I've got nothing to play on apart from this, and I'm playing WoW on this. Um, you have bought all the WoW. That is all so, you need. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, so there's nothing for me. So what can I get everyone else? And that's that's when I went on my that's binge. That's the spirit, Reg. That's yeah, the spirit. It's good. And I did also treat myself. If you try Costa's new little um, festive range that they've got. We've got some delectable uh, hot beverages and cold beverages. Um, Their Irish cream one that I had recently was very nice. Mm, I don't yes. know if that's technically Christmas or not. It but still. is indeed. That's their new festive winter warmer. Because I think the classes Bailey's, don't they? But um, I had the – I love the um, – Christ, the, the purple one. I think it's called – you know, the Quality Street, the purple one. They've made like a coffee over that. I think it's a latte or some bullshit, but it's just a really nice hazelnutty, caramelly coffee. Um, all the cream stuff, and you get a little purple quality street with it. 
which is divine um and ash is obsessed with the after eight uh one that they do and yeah they are very very nice and they also do a terry's chocolate orange one which i'm now eating the uh, the muffin of as we speak mm, like that it's bloody delightful so that's been my bit of mini obsession since i found out they got launched and it's made it even worse now i just put the card on my phone um so just could be like, oh, I might as well give us some more points and go buy a Costa coffee. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but we've got like caramel coffee and, you know, chocolate coffee, fruit coffee, spiced coffee, normal coffee in the kitchen. You sound like Ramona Flowers listing your teas. Yes. Yeah, there, but... No, but there is that though these days. I mean, I, I, I can, I can also, I can relate to that because I, uh, I have a lot of coffee in my house all the time. Um, but every once in a while, I'll just go and walk and buy a coffee from somewhere like Costa because uh, it's just nice to not make it yourself. And it's nice to get something a little bit yeah. different. But is it is it £4 nice? It, it's it's worth it. it, must it be. It's worth it when Costa are doing a 30% discount if you order in advance to collect because yeah. it's like two quid, which is totally and worth it. You also get a buy one. I don't know if you've had one through the post. I got a buy one, get one free. I have well, not. This is what started it off. Yeah, Ash got a uh, buy one get one free poster through, so she was like, "Ooh, look at the festive stuff!" And I was like, "Ooh." Mm, so then when we got shopping, I was like, "Yeah, we'll have that with the thirty percent off." And I was like, "That's even better." And now I'm like, "Yeah, I just have another one with the thirty percent off mobile app offer while it lasts. That'll be good." <laughs> so I've been scrolling that down like I don't know what, and then going through all the supermarkets, going, "Now it's Christmas time officially." Can I have all the pigs in blanket things? So mm. I've just been yeah. on my usual collection of what can I get that's pigs. It always happens. It makes you wonder. Like I've I've been a vegetarian now for a bit over a year, and pigs in blankets. You know, I, I enjoyed them. They weren't ever like a thing I was crazy about, but they were nice. But I, Dave, we should have asked these questions before you joined. Yeah, Reg, hey, 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 I don't. I see take... where this conversation is heading, no, and I'm waiting for Reg to find. No, no. No, no, I don't want okay. to take away your enjoyment whatsoever. I did enjoy a pig and blanket back when I ate meat. What I'm wondering more than anything is your opinion on it is not you don't you're not alone. There's a lot of people I know who go nuts for pigs and blankets around this time of year. And I just wonder, considering it's a little sausage wrapped in bacon, why is it not more prevalent all year round? <laughs> people are nuts for them. And it's it's not like it's specifically Christmas. It's a sausage and it's bacon. Both yeah. things which exist all year round. So but why you, not? But you can buy them all year round, and they are available in supermarkets all year yeah. round. But yeah. but it's it's that thing where it's not Christmas. So they're definitely Christmas more time is to the get time to Christmas. overindulge in everything. Like as they do all year round, pig and blanket patches and pig and blanket sausage rolls. Which pig and blanket sausage rolls are mwah, chef kiss beautiful. Mm. Um, but I'd, I'd never enjoy a pig and blanket as much as what I do when it hits like tail end of November, beginning of December, and then all of a sudden my brain just goes, "You can have them all." And I'm like, I must have them all. So then I go and it's like all the crisps. Like, oh my god! So Walkers have started doing Greg sausage roll flavored crisps. Mm-hmm. Have you tried them? No. Mm. So Ash bought me some as like a surprise. Um, and I was like, ooh. And I genuinely was like, you know what? This is just going to literally taste of smoky bacon. 
that's that's every single time walkers do it oh we're gonna do a funny flavored like pork variety crisp it always tastes like smoky yeah. bacon yeah uh, the, sure the katsu the katsu curry walkers they did over the last couple of months just tasted like um sort of a slight curry flavor with their roast chicken like mm. really overpowering it so yeah i'd see what you mean it's always based on another flavor yeah. however these taste like greg sausage rolls oh it's really weird and i can't get my head around how they've done it but you can taste the pastry and then you can actually taste the sausage inside it interesting so it's it's, it's very peculiar how they've done it and it's amazing and i don't know anyone else who's tried them and i'm like please don't tell me i'm going crazy like i've got the packet here in front of me and i know they exist but i'm like does anyone else know they exist has ash made them especially for me <laughs> like what what's happening but they are absolutely divine. Mm. It's, it's strange to. how there's some some foods that seem to just have this association with Christmas, even though there is no other, you know, there's no reason why it has to be Christmas themed. Why, like you're saying, white pigs in blanket. It's like um, having cabbage cream eggs and how they sort of, you know, okay, they're Easter only, but they now do them all year round, but they just go, let's make them Halloween themed or let's put them in a chocolate bar instead. So you can always get your fix, but once that time of year comes round, it's pigs and blankets everywhere. Mm. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? It's mm. like everyone starts selling out cabbage cream eggs in yeah. supermarkets towards Easter, and you're like, they've been here all year round. Why are you fucking why? so obsessed? Yeah, it's like why is like it, over in Japan how um, KFC is this huge deal at Christmas, and yeah. it's all just because of adverts. Years and years and years ago, there was this really big advertising campaign where they pushed KFC as being a Christmas thing, and now everyone has it at Christmas. And there's, <laughs> yeah. there's one over here that I don't get. Like, I I used to drink a lot of Pepsi Max, and I'm all for Pepsi Max, but one thing I hate is the advert where they're like, start a new Christmas tradition this year, drink Pepsi Max. Like, why are they trying to make it a Christmas thing? Mm. And who are they fooling? Yeah. I was going to say, it's a, it's a weird one when that sort like, of stuff yeah. hits, because just like, why? It's... I, don't, I don't understand the, the, the marketing department sat around going, right, let's get this Christmas market. Is it, is it against the, the Coke thing? Because the Coke yeah. truck, maybe? Maybe it's because they think people are like treating themselves at Christmas. Oh, I'll treat like, myself to a extra bottle money of on one pound fifty two liter fizzy drink. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get hooked on it, Dan, and like you said, oh, well, you used to be happen. crazy about it. So there you yeah, go. Absolutely. And I'm only I only realised that the only thing that's pushed me to stop is because I found that I don't think I should have caffeine. It really, really interferes with my sleep. And then I realised whenever I drink a liter and a half bottle of Pepsi Max in a day, I just can't sleep. <laughs> So um, so I just I just stopped. I've gone cold turkey. That's brave. That's a bold yeah, move. Terrible. It does I, make sense. I'm however addicted to to monster and oh Jesus. rock star. Oh yeah, you got to stay clear of that stuff. I, I can't. And, and the only the time I will partake in that is when we go to. They help you sleep. Yeah, so, so it's the same as coffee. I always have a coffee before bed because it makes me sleepy. That's crazy. I'm totally opposite. But <laughs> the, the only time I will have Monster is when we go to EGX and they're giving it away for free and then I will happily drink it because it's totally free. <laughs> That's true. Can't argue, can't argue with free energy drinks. No. 
I'm Monster sure. Ripper. I used to have a can of that every day because it was like, oh, it's got vitamins and juice, and therefore it's not just sugar and caffeine, mm. which it totally is. Um, yeah. I wanted to go back, if I could, real quick to the talk of uh, video games mm. because I, I think I mentioned on this podcast uh, a few weeks ago <laughs> that I sent my Xbox away to oh. be repaired. Yes. yes, I thought it was going to be a Mass Effect story going, I might have mentioned I like Mass Effect. Well, here's another hour special. No, right. for, for a change, Rich, I'm not going to bring Mass Effect back up. I've got um, a story about The Office for, to talk about later as well, if you don't mind. Oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm kidding. Callbacks. Okay. <laughs> well, there is, because it's, it's on Netflix. Is that... Oh, okay. No, so Steve can watch it again for the 19th time. Um, no, so I sent my Xbox away, and all is well. I got an email um, saying they'd received it, and I was like, cool, and, you know, happy days. Um, and then I got a uh, a message back saying that they um, were sending it back. I was like, like three days later, they, they received it on the twenty eighth, twenty fifth. Sorry, and I got an email on the twenty eighth saying, um, yeah, we've dispatched, so it's on its way back to you. But they've not said what's happened. So all I know is that UPS have a five kilogram box from Microsoft that's coming back to my house, and I have no idea. If they fixed it, if they've replaced it, if they said, fuck you, nothing wrong with it, go away. Like, no indication whatsoever. I just know that there's a box coming to my house. <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like... That's so bizarre. And I wonder, are they going to... Is, is it going to be, like, in in the box? There's going to be, like, a, you know, notification of what they've done? Or are they just going to send me something and I'll have to figure it out? Because I sent them an Xbox. It definitely was faulty. I don't know whether they've done something. So it's like, I just want to know because I'm now, I'm now getting the, the itch that I would like to play on my console and I do not have it. Um, so I don't know what I'm getting back in a box from Microsoft. Could you imagine if like a Series X just comes out of your don't. box? You're like, um... Reg, Reg, don't tease me. Could you imagine? Like, but Would you be angry that you haven't had the chance to transfer over all your save files to be like, um, I don't you know want what? to complain Microsoft, but... I would start from scratch, yeah. buddy. I would, I would happily <laughs> would start from scratch. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out, and I, I spent, you know, I've said before about how I used to play the role-playing game. You know, I, I'm a big fan of that that world, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. I actually hadn't watched any of the videos or anything about it. I'd avoided all of that. Don't know why. It's not usually like a thing that I do. I usually consume all of the trailers and all of the videos, but this time I thought, no, I won't. I'll just, I'll just wait until it comes out and then I'll try and play it. Um, and I finally did watch one of the, um, one of the videos for it recently with Keanu Reeves doing his bits and stuff, and it just looks so fucking cool. Like it looks so good. So very excited. It really, really does. And um, then um, there was a guy streaming it on. Um, I think oh, he mentioned it yeah. last week, didn't I? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it just it looks glorious, and I've been watching like IGN's like final preview of like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and I don't know why I'm doing it to myself because like this laptop isn't powerful enough to fully appreciate Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, whereas like you know a PS five or an Xbox Series X and stuff would be. Um, so I won't get to play it for like a very long while, but I'm genuinely like so excited to to get my hands on it because it just looks glorious. Mm. Having been sort of neck deep in um, in Mass Effect Andromeda for the last two weeks, and I, I don't think I've played a game this much in, in months, if not years. Um, 
once I'm finished that, I feel like I've got the uh, the RPG bug, and Cyberpunk seems like a really good option. Although I don't know how well it's going to play on a just a standard PS4. Everything I've seen seems to be here's a PS4 Pro and look how good it looks. Yeah, because yeah, they they always do, don't they? Because they never Sony will never want you to go to an original PlayStation Four now because they don't make as much money on it. Mm. So they want you to if you're going to have to play it on a PS4 play it on the pro because yeah. like oh look it's so shiny you can do all this resolution this is the best thing ever it'll still look fine and stunning on the original playstation 4 yeah and it's got to play hasn't it yeah. let's face well, it it's not it'll play you know identical it might just be a little bit slow at like frame rate not as high but it'll play absolutely identical and it'll it'll still be an absolutely beautiful looking game to play i mean look look how good like the, the witcher 3 is from the same studio like on the ps4 that still looks stunning and like you know, the last of us 2 on the playstation 4 yeah, yeah that's very true that, that, that looks yeah. fucking unreal and that's just a button on the box down the ps4 so cyberpunk's still gonna look really really nice well i remember when i first loaded up um fallout 4 at the time i had an xbox one s not to be confused with the Series S, of course. And that was... I, I fucking hate the naming convention. I hate their naming conventions so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How hard would it have been to call it Xbox 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? Anyway, um, I remember loading up Fallout 4 on that at the time. And that was on an HD TV. It wasn't a 4K TV. And there's a scene... Is in a moment, very early on in the game, when you leave the vault and you walk out to like a scene uh, overlook. Yeah. And I remember being absolutely blown away by that like it was phenomenal to look at and that was an hd tv on a technically previous gen console and it was great mm. so now i own a 4k tv if i loaded up a series x on that and one of the brand new launch titles i think it would burn my eyes out i think it would be too much for me to handle like just <laughs> just be, it would be too good you know well, i definitely can't tell when watching netflix what shows are 4k and what what shows are um are hd can you not? No, I, I, I think if I really paid attention, I probably could. But if you put, if you showed me one episode of, of, of one in HD and one in 4K, I'm not entirely sure that I would know the difference. I do. I think, and it's the same as when uh, the Hobbit did it in the weird, um, for yeah, weird high frame kind of rate. Thing. High frame rate with 4K, it just looks a bit fake, <laughs> like. It's weird. It's the same show, and there's nothing different about it. But because the colours are so vibrant and it looks, that's it. It's that ultra, it's, it just yeah. it looks just a little bit fake. It's you know, ultra it's, realism. It's like it's, it's too realistic. So your brain kind of goes, that doesn't seem right, because yeah. it, it's too close to what you would see in real life. It's that weird thing of, it's like the whole uncanny valley thing with graphics mm-hmm. that are that good. Like it's it's too good for your brain to go, oh, I'm watching a screen. Your brain's like, this looks like real life. What the fuck am I looking at? Like, it starts freaking out about it. And that's why, like, when you start using high frame rates and, and, and all that kind of stuff, it's just a bit too real. It's just a bit, yeah, I, I've had that before with things when I'm like, ooh, I'll record I'll record this video in, in, in 60 frame per second in 4K, and I'll watch it back. And I'm like, what, what am I looking at here? Why is it so sharp? It doesn't need to be like this. <laughs> this is not what videos are supposed to look like. What am I happening? You know, it's weird you mentioned The Hobbit, though, as well. That's just been re-released on as, as on 4K. Well, the whole the whole six parts of, of you know, The Lord of the Rings. Oh, um, really? The full yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, the extended cut, cut as well. 
Um, and someone on Twitter that we follow posted like, uh, right, I've just got my copy and look at this. This is the two comparison. This is just amazing. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this so much. And I'm looking at the two screenshots. One just looked a bit darker than the other one. Like, I, I get that there's limitations of my phone screen then, but surely, you know, showing off these uh, screenshots, I don't know, you'd pick something that really made a difference, but it looks barely any different. So, yeah, yeah I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm quite happy. I When I had Sky for years, I just, I did never bother paying the extra £10 to get HD. Because I was just like, what's the point? I'll just go standard definition. And it's only recently when, I, when I've been off for all this time and I sat and watched every episode of 24 on DVD. So that means it was like 640 by 480. Um, <laughs> that I started to notice the difference and was like, oh, this is really hard to watch. I, I'm such a snob when it comes to SD and HD. It's the only thing I care about. Like the like I said, the 4K and 1080p and like the stupid Ultra HD and stuff. Mm genuinely not that arsed about that bit but going from like Ash's mum's who's got normal sky and watching you know like the first half of like Everdale where we go to pick Oliver up and then coming home and then watching the second half of it on our TV <laughs> I like I, I dread when it starts I'm like oh we're gonna watch it and I, I can't watch it like yeah I'm so snobby when it comes to it but I'm just like do you, do you realize how bad this looks and it's like when Chris came around us like her dad in ours and was like Oh my god, your picture's amazing! I was like, "This is HD." And I was like, "It's not the TV; it's it's just in HD." <laughs> and I was like, "Just, just please, please get Sky HD <laughs> just for that two minutes." And around you, I was like, they "Can't watching believe they it. still charge for it." Like, it, I don't think they do anymore now because I, I've not seen it on my. I get like the breakdown of how much everything is on um, right on my Sky Q thing, and I don't I don't think they charge for HD anymore. Yeah, I think. Enough. You know, the UHD now, don't yeah, I was gonna say now it's like you know the the next stage. Like, oh, we'll give you this for free, just so you think, oh my god, that was an amazing step up. So I'm like, well, what's the next one then? Mm-hmm. So then you want to get you to pay for the next one, which is it's, a, it's amazing that's still an option. Just the idea that you can still get the non-HD channels and stuff, and it's like, what? Like, it's 2020. <laughs> it's almost yeah. 2021. Yeah, true. I mean, even on we have. Um, we don't have Sky now, but we've got free sat because we we have a satellite dish, so the TV has um, a satellite tuner. And even on that, there's there's no four HD, there's no five HD. You know, there's a good few channels that just haven't done. They're still in standard definition, which just seems I don't know, seems bizarre to me. Yeah, see, I I hate again the example sake of of that sort of stuff, and one which <laughs> I know make you laugh, but we'll talk about this in a second. Um, so. One like one of the channels that you said like Channel Five, mm. Ash watches like a load of, like the, the shows on that, and every now and again it will only record it on the normal definition instead of the HD, and I'm like, uh, right, I'll play on the phone because I can't watch it, like <laughs> can't do this, and then Total Bellas has started again, Dan. Oh, so, of course, brilliant. So yeah. yes, we are very happy about that. I bet. So downloaded it, and weirdly the first one was not in HD. But the second one was, and I was like, right, we need to download that again and put that in HD. Can't can't be excited that Bellas is back, but it not actually being in HD. It needs to be a HD Bella or no Bella at all. I'm sorry, but they are back and they've got a book out now as well, Dan. Which annoyingly I, just have I missed the um, yeah. So this season of Total Bellas is all about their pregnancy. Um, 
So this is when, Dave, do you know what we're talking about, by the way? No, I think I've heard of it, but I don't. <laughs> it's uh, the Bella so, Twins from WWE. Yeah, so what oh, right, okay. years and years back now, this is where I think we still did the G-Dot pod. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> that long ago. We, we used, like, I can't even remember how it started. I think I just went on like a reality show binge where she was just watching anything that we had uh, talking, like talking face to the camera. And she was like, yeah, I'll watch this. I'll watch this. And we started watching um, Total Divas, uh, which was just a reality show like that, but it just follows all the female wrestlers. Um, But the two best ones were the the Bella Twins because they were the most entertaining. One was just a pisshead and the other one was just... Yeah, funny. Um, so they got their own sort of spin-off Total Bellas. Um, and then we're like, oh, it's almost time and getting quite excited that Total Bellas is on. Um, because just... Sounds like a sort of a scouse insult, doesn't it? You're a Total Bella, you. <laughs> it, it, it's great, though. So, you know, we bought a load of snacks for it, got ourselves brand and ready, made sure Oliver was completely dosed up on cowpop. So there was no waking up, and then that was it. Sunday night sorted. Be careful who's listening, Reg, when you say things like that. (laughs) Definitely shouldn't use that. (laughs) Well, you know, he's not feeling great. He's got, like, earache and stuff, so that's why he had that bomb. Munchausen syndrome. Yeah, so there you go. Um, So, yeah, and then we we, we sit down and we watch the Bellas, um, and I got really excited because they had a book out, and I was like, oh, you can get a signed copy of the book. I was like, I should love that for Christmas. So then I... Randomly, when it first got launched, I was like, "Oh, have you seen this? They've like Bella's got a book." And she was like, "Yeah, when when will I ever read a book?" And I was like, I, "You know, may, maybe like an Audible or something." I was like, "Okay," and remove from basket. <laughs> I was like, "We won't be buying that one right now." Um, but they also do like a clothing line and stuff, like Birdie B. It's called, and they've got some really nice like women's clothes and stuff in there, and kids' clothes. Because Birdie is. Um, is the name of one of their... He said, oh, oh yeah, uh, no, yeah, let me, let me do my story. She's like, they also do. I'm like, I know, babe, just let me <laughs> do my story first. Unless I just get her to come on and just tell you all about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the, the one of the kids is called Birdie, so that's why they call it Birdie B, um, in terms of that. And the clothes are really nice, and they're quite cheap as well, but the shipping from America to the UK was, like, triple the price of a fucking the, the T-shirt I wanted to buy us. So I was like... As much as I love you, I'm not willing to spend that much on that. <laughs> so, but they also apparently they do a um, alcohol line for wine. They've got their own winery, uh, which is lovely. Um, and they also do hair products. Apparently, I was saying I didn't know that bit. So obviously, I'm not as much of a Bellared or whatever they call themselves. <laughs> Bellared sounds right. Oh, that's Bellared. Bellared. But on to more obviously macho manly. <laughs> stuff or nothing like that have you seen the trailer for the fucking uh super nintendo world uh, that was one of the things i want to talk about i yes i only saw that about an hour ago oh my and days holy hell. you know what it, it took me i assume that it was like a cg image yes looked, this is what i was just gonna say like <laughs> <laughs> go, go back to what we were saying before about how it like uncanny valley and stuff and just like how sometimes stuff seems so realistic i was like damn that looks so shit that's real is that actually? And I had to rewatch it again. I was it, like, it, oh my yeah. God. Even the first time it shows it, it shows like the logo of the world, and it pans up. I was like, oh, this is just that CGI um, recreation of it again. I was like, no, hang on, that's this is the real thing, mm. and it 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 just it looks like the game. It absolutely looks like the game. It's incredible. Yeah. 
honestly, I'm. I just I can't wait for them to open up the doors, skip a few years so Oliver can be old enough to warrant the travel over to Japan mm-hmm. for the time on the on the plane. Well, they'll just, be in Florida by then. Epic Universe yes. will have opened. Yeah, and, uh, I hope yeah. so. I'm so excited to see it. Like Bowser's Castle just looks phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. the big massive Bowser statue, the go karts look. Everything about it just looks absolutely surreally good. That's just yeah. Have you seen like all the um, the trophies for the different cups and stuff you've mm-hmm. got as well? Like all scattered throughout it, and you've got the Universal Cup at the end. It just yeah. Looks so four days without it. Oh, oh shit! Hang on a second. Ash has just said we could go for a maximum of four days without him to the Florida, could... Japan. <laughs> to Japan. Like, sound, right? Me and Ash uh, going to Japan. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm all about going to Super Mario World. It just looks amazing. Four days. Ah, well, I'll you can't go boys. to at least April. I'm now erect. <laughs> You're not. Don't get excited. Eh? Don't get excited. <laughs> She's like, don't get excited. Please, because I'm like, it's too late. I mean, that give four days, an ash two and a half of away. traveling. So <laughs> I know, but by the time I can afford it, it will be April. So bye bye PS5. <laughs> so there's two rides there, isn't there? There's there's the Yoshi where you just it's like just a, a standard little car ride really, but uh, loads of animatronics and stuff, and you ride on the back of a Yoshi. And then there's the Mario Kart ride. Um, but there's also you pay about thirty pounds and you get a, a wristband. And as you go around, it, it's it's like um, you know the the magic wands and things you can get at the Harry Potter world and um, what's the thing you can get at Walt Disney World now in Magic Kingdom? The um, magic bands that you get yeah. to do all the games and stuff with. I think yeah, I think it must be that the, the the thing Sean was talking about where you can go around and play games as you as you go around. Yeah, the, yeah, so, the little cards and stuff. Yeah, so cool. So that wristband you pay that thirty pounds and it's the same same idea. You go around the world. You can collect coins, and you've got to beat certain uh, certain characters, and then you get to the boss battle at the end, um, and it all interacts with your phone and stuff. And it sounds awesome. Same as thirty pounds, but it's uh, it does sound good. It's one of those things that you're on holiday, so you don't really care. Like when you come back, you're like, oh, that was that was a bit of a waste, but the stories are amazing from it. But when like, you're there, did, did you when you were at Disney? Did you get those um, you know the ears that flash with the show, glow with the show? Uh, we didn't go to a show that had them. Uh, okay. Um, so we, we we did quite a lot of them, but they they didn't have that specific thing. The only nighttime proper one we went to was the um, oh, the one with the, the next to the water. Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the only nighttime proper show one we went to. The rest was like the parades right. and stuff at night. Well, with those with those ears, obviously, it basically depends on where you're standing in the crowd. If you've got the ears on, they'll flash different colours, so they, you know, they actually form part of the show, which mm. sounds amazing. But if you're buying the ears, you're not seeing any of that because you're in the place where they're flashing. So the people who don't pay, they're the ones that really get the show because if you stand at the back, you get to see all the ears flashing, and you don't have to pay. Thirty dollars to do it. It, it seems, seems backwards, but I don't know. I was gonna say it's one of those things, though, isn't it? Like Disney have them fans <laughs> where they're like, "Yep, yeah. we will, we will be having them." <laughs> and, well, it's, yeah, it's the same I way think... that people will pay crazy money for. Yeah, when you're there, it, mm. you go to a theme park that with a set budget of I'm going to spend this money. 
Like, this money is not coming home with me. I'm just going to spend it on stuff. And depending on where you go, that's usually either food or merchandise, right? So mm. it's like, <laughs> you might be there like, 30 bucks for this? I'm going to get that. I don't care if I don't get the same experience. I'm going to have it because I want to have that thing. In the same way that I would easily drop a chunk of money to buy a lightsaber from Galaxy's Edge. I in, feel like you've got to get for that, though, right? If you were going there, you'd be like, I'm, I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's on my list of if I'm there, I'm a hundred percent doing that. So, it, they they are amazing. I think I've talked about this with you anyway, haven't I? About Mike, who um, Mike did it. The guy I work with, he went for in January just before like lockdown and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he went specifically to go to see Galaxy's Edge because they went to Florida last year as well. And he said, we're never going back. And I was just like, you need to go do Disney. And basically bullied them into going to Disney for their, their next holiday, just so we could talk about it. Um, and then they were like, fine, we give in, we're going. So they went. And uh, he was like, honestly, dude, he was like, Galaxy's Edge is by far like the best thing ever because he's a huge Star Wars fan. Um, and he was like, the, the place where you create your lightsaber and the way you get shunted in in the story and whatnot and like different variations of the creation – um, of it all, and then he went back to take a photo at night time um, in front of the Millennium Falcon with his lightsaber. And one of the photo pass, like, well, one of the rebels, as they call it, um, but it was a photo pass person, clocked him and was like, Come with me. And he was like, What? So he followed this guy and he got his own very personal tour all around, even like the backstage parts um, of it. And they were doing photo shoots of him, like using the lightsaber to, to go down a door to open up the door with it all. So it's like burning through, cutting through the door. You had photos of that inside, like running Falcon stuff. He just got so many photos of it all. And he was like, oh, cool. and it was just because it was the right place at the right time. Mm. And I was like, damn. Well, we, just... just a sidebar, I was in Florida three years ago with my friend Dan, and we were went to, um, to Universal, and we were told by someone that you could go to um, you while going into the uh, Men in Black ride, yes, you could yeah. ask to to have a tour of the actual facility. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you, you queue above the uh, the control room, don't you? The one you see in the film. Yeah. So you have all the desks and the screen with all the aliens running the desks, and yeah, you can tour around the the lower area. And honestly, that was they let us down there. And it was very much like, you know, on the sly, like, all right, come on down. And we got to walk down and walk around all the, the way it's all themed and stuff. And it is so cool. So very cool. If you get those little, those little tiny Easter egg things where, like, people just don't all know about it. Um, but but interesting about Galaxy's Edge, someone was telling me. So in Galaxy's Edge, there's a, one of the parts, there's a big full-size X-Wing, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently... Um, they and again, I'm going to be really embarrassed if we spoke about this in the podcast a few weeks ago. I don't think we did. I'm sure it was somebody else who told me this. Um, <laughs> in filming season one of The Mandalorian, they had to film a scene inside an X-wing, but while they were filming, they didn't actually have an X-wing on set. So what they did was, while they were shipping that one to Galaxy's Edge, they basically borrowed it on the way, <laughs> shipped it to this soundstage where they were filming, filmed their scenes in the cockpit of that X-wing. And then sent it on to Florida, onto Disney World. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> so the one that you see there in the Galaxy's Edge is actually the one that was in season one of The Mandalorian. Have you have you seen the the way that they're doing the sort of the the effects in The Mandalorian? Yes. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's in, it's insane. It's just like no, no green screens. Let's just have 
a ridiculously high definition all surrounding screen and that's what we'll use it's it's amazing yeah. it's absolutely amazing so everything is pre-rendered and just shown behind the characters yeah so, such a cool thing yeah it's I only think, when you accidentally get some guy in his jeans in shot that you've got to digitally remove it and re-release the episode the problem with that one is that in the same way when it happened to game of thrones with that starbucks cup like i didn't notice it because i'm watching the characters i'm not looking in the background mm, for yeah. for things that stand out and that's i don't mean to say that it's not like a snob like i just I, i'm not looking for other stuff um so when I see that shared, I'm like, oh man, like I didn't see that. I don't care about that. It's annoying. <laughs> now, now I can't well, they've not see it. it. They've re-uploaded the episode, and it now doesn't have Gene's guy in. I also I love that. I love that in the age of streaming, a company can just do yeah, that and be exactly. like, oh, it never existed. See exactly. you later. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Really. Have you guys speaking... been watching Mandalorian? No, but but this is one of the things I wanted to mention. Speaking of Disney Plus, so um, some kind soul let me have their login. Uh, last week uh, I won't say who because you know I don't want Disney to come after them um, but it's fine it was me it, yeah fair <laughs> enough Mouse it is coming your way I I didn't I wasn't sure how much stuff there was going to be that I would want to watch I was just like I don't know if it's all Disney and it's all Fox and stuff you know I've, I, I, I don't I don't often get in the mood that I want to sit and watch a Disney film or anything like that but going through it I was just blown away by how much good stuff is on there. I was yeah. like, oh, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. My list, my list of stuff to watch is probably twice as long as my Netflix queue. But I, do you know how Netflix, you'll never get to the end of Netflix. You'll never complete Netflix because there's just millions of shows and you can never find them. There's no real easy way to just look through a list of everything they've got, right? Mm, yeah. But Disney Plus, you can go through A to Z because they haven't got, that much in comparison so you can actually go through the entire list and i did that and i went from start to it only took about you know 10 minutes to go through and go yeah i'll watch that yeah i'll save that and i really appreciated that because it was like right i haven't got to just you know i'm not going to miss out on something because i know for a fact i've seen everything there yes I, you I, can you can complete disney plus well in, if, if i really want to you know i know i know what i want to watch now i know what they've got and I'm not going to have to worry about missing out something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But it's absolute quality. I mean, even the fact that they've got Darkwing Duck on there, just yeah. I, I can't wait to get a bit of nostalgic feels. Let's sit and watch all 67 episodes of season one of Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I love Darkwing Duck. I was like, oh, one season only. Oh, it's okay. There's 67 episodes. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it good. Mandalorian though is something where oh I'll watch is, that at some point it is really good it's you know it's genuinely really good storytelling um, someone the... who doesn't watch Star Wars so basically Shell mm-hmm. has watched uh, episodes four and five and we need to get back in and carry she's on she's not even watched the best one uh, no no she's not watched anything more actually she's we, we've watched Rogue One we've watched New Hope and we've watched Empire Strikes Back but um, Return of the Jedi is the best one with the Ewoks. I know, I know. She's going to love Reg. the Ewoks. I know it. I know for a fact she's going to absolutely love the Ewoks. I fucking love the I, I was but, so just slightly but keeping with the same topic. Yeah. Um, I was going through Disney, Shop Disney, because me and Ash wanted the uh, the, the Tinkerbell tree topper. 
right. uh, which the Disney store were doing. And I was like, just wait till Monday when I get paid and I'll buy it. Um, and she's like, no, no, it's fine. I was like, no, let me grab this. I'll grab it on Monday and it's fine. Don't worry. I paid because it was like 30 quid. Um, and then it hit today and I was like, woke up this morning. I was like, morning, let's buy out of stock. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so at the minute we haven't got a tree topper and I'm scrolling like eBay and everywhere trying to find this fucking tree topper. Um, and then I was like, as I was going through, I was like, oh, Saturday Monday deals while I was queued up from Acosta. <laughs> and I was like, what have they got? And you've got like the Buzz outfit for Oliver. And I was like, hmm, nah, nah. Do, you, do I? No. Oh, the Woody outfit. Get that. Ewok outfit. Bye. <laughs> and I was literally like in the uh, on the next page ready to purchase and it was like the size you ordered is out of stock and I'm like ah oh. uh, I was like you know what then I'll go three to four instead of two to three out of stock they've only got under his age now instead of uh, over it oh, when usually they have over and I'm like no well and have another one Reg good no <laughs> <laughs> it's easier I would that. I would say though quickly on the Mandalorian like if if you've if Shell's watched that much yeah. realistically that's that's probably enough like you don't if, if it's a thing where it's basically a uh, akira kurosawa style spaghetti western in star wars and if you can get behind that the idea of sort of lone gunfighter going from place to place writing wrongs and doing that kind of stuff if you can get behind that then you can enjoy this show yeah. is it a little bit episodic i mean i know there's obviously the ongoing yeah. arcs but is it you know, good enough yeah. that you could sit and enjoy an episode and move on. No, I, because it, it, there's, there's a lot of standalone stories within the sort of wider yeah. thing, yeah. Because there's no way of avoiding spoilers from this program. So no. I feel like I need to watch it and get up to date so I can then not have things spoiled. Well, in all fairness, I'm only on episode five of four of season one, and I've done all right with avoiding everything apart from obviously the Yoda thing. Um, apart from that, I've managed to avoid everything. I've been doing quite well yeah. with this. This is the only show so far that I've managed to get away with, even though we're pod. <laughs> Whereas yeah. everything else has been completely spoiled for me. That we're like, oh yeah, I've started watching this. It's like I might be a week behind. I'm like, yeah, but we need to talk about it. Go on then. <laughs> so yeah, with with this, done, done all right with it. And it is like I forgot how much I really enjoyed it up until mm. Ash took Oliver swimming. Um, yesterday, and since only one of us were allowed in there, I like sat in the car for a bit, did like a little bit of shopping and whatnot, and sat back in the car and I was like, you know what? Since I've now got Disney Plus myself, I'm like everything I need to be. I'll sit and watch part of Mandalorian. Um, and I start. I watched the episode Dave where he helps out another young gunslinger. Yeah. Um, and I was like, damn, this is a fucking good episode. And this just made me go like, yeah, really really forgot how fucking good this show is and as someone who likes Star Wars but isn't like a oh my god the new Star Wars thing like I fucking really got into it so I was like ah yeah I need to watch this on the big screen so no there's not really a great deal on I could be like hey Ash do you want to uh, do you want to start this (laughs) it really is it it is the kind of thing where it is it's, it's enough on its own where you can you can really enjoy it. You can watch an episode and go, that was a really enjoyable episode. Especially, I mean, season one, season two is is a, is a different kind of beast because it's set up a lot more, so there's kind of higher stakes and whatnot. But in the first season, you can just watch an episode and be like, that's awesome. Like, what's happened there is an awesome thing. I re- really enjoy parts of it. So, yeah, I would say definitely give it a go. 
Okay, sold. Excellent. <laughs> well, that's what we like to hear. But yeah, I'm going to be doing it now as well. Now we're talking about it again, I will be like, ooh. Oh, and also, I've just had to get Amazon Prime, so I might, might start the boys. Ah, oh, see, I envy you with that. You've got a good two solid seasons of of quality programming that you can just sit and watch now. I haven't watched season two of the boys yet. I watched season Bad. one, loved it. Not watched season yeah. two yet. Oh, it's brilliant. As good as season one, easily. I think I got. I think I got worried because I remember just how dark the first season was. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I like... mean, it's it's the only it's the sort of show where you know that they they will only up that darkness. Yeah, you don't want to rest <laughs> in their laurels. Did you uh, did you ever watch all of Preacher Reg? Oh, I could do that as well. Yeah, because no, season one of Preacher. Because that's really nice, sort of four seasons and wrapped up and done. Yeah, yeah it's it's hard for me to watch shows now. That's the only thing because obviously, like on the nights where we're not on the nights we pod, I literally finish this pod, do the dishes, sit down on a broom, go to bed, and then. The nights we're not potting is the night where I can be like, I'll just play WoW for a bit. Or by the time we get older to bed, it's like half eight. So I'm like, right, you watch your Remedale and stuff. And then we've got enough time, chance to watch like one show before yeah. bed, like an hour's worth of tally. So it's like, what do we both want to watch? So if there's something I'm dying to watch, I need to not be busy at work. Yeah. So I can be like, right, I can have a dinner hour now and actually just watch a show. <laughs> but I can't see that happening for the next 18 months now, thanks to fucking Hawaii. So, um, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, the boys will be there at some point. <laughs> and I'm sure the Mandalorian will be too. And at some point I will get there. And I'll be honest, yeah. I'm really, I'm, I've been quite impressed how few spoilers I have seen for, for the Mandalorian. Like, considering some of the things that have come out, some of the reveals and stuff and whatever else. I haven't really, I don't know whether it's just a case of being selective about who I follow on social media, but I haven't really seen massive spoilers, you know, really. A couple little ones that I wouldn't consider big, others might, but it's a, I don't know, it's a weird one. It seems mm. to have just avoided it. Same with, I mean, same with the boys to an extent. I've seen a couple things from the boys, but not really anything to spoil season two for me. So that's interesting. No, I feel like that's on a different scale. I don't know. I, it, it, it's more with Mandalorian. They seem to be really going for, um, you know, bringing in characters that people know or teasing things that people are familiar with from the law. Um, and that's the stuff I've had spoiled. Um, mm. Although there's a couple of them, like the big one that's supposedly from this week that I won't mention, I don't really care or know about because I haven't watched something else. Yeah. And that one, I mean, that's. It's been it, the problem is rumors, right? So people, will, rumors will will report on this stuff months back, and it's like this person's going to be in the show, and they're supposedly playing this character, yeah. and it's like you can pretty much guess at most of those leaks and spoilers that they're probably true, like <laughs> a lot of the time, as mm-hmm. much as you don't want them to be. Oftentimes, when someone comes out three months ago and says this person's playing this character, you can kind of go like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Because someone's either seen the person or someone else has shared something, and you're like, okay. But realistically, I think that knowing that a character is going to show up isn't really. I mean, to me anyway, like knowing they're going to be in the show at some point, it's like fair play. Like that's cool. They'll show up. How they reveal that character, or how they use them in the setting, I think that's a. I think that's more exciting anyway. Yeah, like a big absolutely. Deal, but that's me. I see that. So I, I just I I feel like it's 
it's getting very close to having something big ruined for me. Mm. At some point, it's going to happen, so I just need to get it. Get up you do. with it, really. Just just spend tomorrow doing it. Mm. It's fine. There's only yeah, like but, what, twenty hours or something you're gonna to need to watch. Yeah, I know, but I and and I need to go and um, raid the Archon ship in um in Andromeda. <laughs> so uh got a couple of loyalty missions I need to get under my belt, Reg. I'm sorry. <laughs> Priorities, Reg. Priorities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in all fairness, like I I can't say anything because all I'm doing at the minute instead of like helping out of Oliver is playing well. So you know, as much as I'd love to help feed our son at some point, who's going to raid Ice Crown Citadel? You yeah, I mean? exactly. No one. It's one of them, innit? <laughs> but no. Oh, yeah. I do feed my son. Don't worry. <laughs> if anyone's listening, I don't leave everything to wash. I try to be as much hands on as I can. And then I treat myself to smiting so, all the horde. So, what advent calendars have you guys got all ready to go for tomorrow? Slash yesterday when this comes out. Oh, fuck, I haven't got one yet, actually. What? Yeah, I forgot. I've one got for B. two. Really? Show off. I've got, well, I, I, you know what? And I, these aren't even anything from the family. I've got one from one of the, um, the umbrella companies that we use in work, uh, which is like something to help people pay stuff. Um, they give me a lint chocolate one, which is amazing. And then the Convergent Committee um, have passed me a uh, an advent calendar as well, dairy milk one. So oh, I've got two. You didn't even have to buy your own. No, which is good. Well, I uh, I was in the Entertainer uh, a few weeks uh, ago. You and I saw, well, I saw the um, the Back to the Future one, the uh, Playmobil Back to the Future advent calendar, and it looks amazing. The the, the figures look awesome. And you get this whole setup of the clock tower and stuff and loads of accessories. And it was reduced to 15 quid. And I was like, that's pretty reasonable. And I agonized for a good sort of, I carried on walking around town looking and I was like, should I go and get it? Really want it. But we've got an advent, like me and Shell have an advent calendar that is a, it's like you fill it yourself. It's like a big wooden cool thing. And mm. I put, I, I take 12 days, she takes 12 days or whatever. Um, so I was like, but we've got that. She'll hate me if I get another advent calendar. I know I'll buy it for my dad. So I've given my dad that for, as an early Christmas present. He's going to open that tomorrow, which will be yesterday when this pod comes out. So I don't mind talking about it, but it just looks amazing. It really does. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> it looks awesome to mm-hmm. be fair. But yeah, there's a couple that they had, and like I love the Lego Star Wars one and stuff that they yeah. Do. Um, there's just every year, I'm like, I want to get one of these. But we were, we were going to get, there's a um, another Playmobil one, I think it's like a city, or it's, um, it's like the police one or a register service or something like that, because we looked at it for Oliver and we were like, oh, you know what, instead of getting like the Milky Bar one or something, this would be fun to have a new toy bit yeah. every day. And then we thought, actually, no, because if you get one where it's literally just like a helmet or like... Yeah, because it is like that, isn't it? Yeah. You look at like, things and then... What? Like, so yeah. like right okay we can't obviously do this yet so we'll wait until he's a bit old enough to register that you know something cool is going to happen the next day <laughs> so he's just going to have like a monkey bar one or something instead fair enough <laughs> so but yeah I am um, I'm very excited I, I got the massively got the Christmas bug after putting up all the Christmas decks and stuff so I am uh, I'm very excited for it now 
Well, it's going to be a very weird one, isn't it, really? Because we're not going to be able to do like, the, uh, the Christmas Eve tradition and stuff. So it's True, true. I have been um, discussing that with Nina Myers and we have a... We have a couple of ideas, so I'll 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 be in touch. Not when we're not potting. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make the sound of that. Yeah. Um. So on this week, I was sort of I I kind of had nothing to do. I I, I think I'm, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was sat on my phone on YouTube, probably sat on the toilet. You know, it's like, um, and I just I started just going through YouTube videos and going through recommendations and stuff I'm not subscribed to and I came across this guy who's got a channel where he he sort of invests he does like mini documentaries and he investigates um like weird things about video games um and he's obsessed with Super Monkey Ball in particular who's opening an advent calendar no one (laughs) I just hear loads of rustling if it was the rustling it was me trying to get my mouse charging cable Ah, that'll be it. And there was a secret packet of Dolly Mix. Oh. Uh, which was... There you go, then. Uh, so, damn, I've been foiled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's a Terry's chocolate orange muffin <laughs> and Dolly Mix. There you and go. And it's only an hour of podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this guy's obsessed with Super Monkey Ball, and he's got about four documentaries about different things about Super Monkey Ball, about, like, uh, the, the decline in quality in their games over the years to... To one in particular, which was supposedly solving Super Monkey Ball's biggest ever mystery, which was in the original Super Monkey Ball, you know, the announcer who mm. all the way through sort of goes, Go! Oh no! And that sort of stuff. Victory! He was never credited in the game. Okay. You could sit and watch all the credits, all the voice cast were there, you know, II and, and Pogo and everyone, but there was never. Uh, a, a voice actor credited for uh, for the announcer, and the internet has been investigating this for for well twenty years, and no one has a clue. So this guy was like, right, I am going to set out and I'm going to find out. And he flew all the way over to Japan so he could um, track down a bunch of basically Americans or there was a couple of Brits who live in Japan who make a living from doing um, English voice acting works for video games. Um, and for TV and stuff like that. Um, and he went and had an interview with, with this guy who did one of the voices. And he was like, it, it sounds a bit like you. I think it might be you. And the guy looked at him and like, oh, no, it's not me. It's not me. Um, it could be this guy. It could be that guy. And he goes, do you know what you need to do? On the internet, there is a resource for every single um, foreigner in Japan doing um, English voiceover work for video games. Yes. Um, and he, and he's like, oh, well, how have I not found this? And he goes, right, so you need to go to a website called IMDB. And he's like, oh, of course. And he's like, no, no, specifically, go to the full cast and crew of Shenmue <laughs> from what? 1999. And because basically that was such a huge production back in 1999, um, that every single English-speaking voice uh, voiceover artist that was living in Japan got called in by Sega to do voices because there were just so many characters they wanted voices and everyone you know they wanted a different one. So he said, go through that list and one of those people, I guarantee you, because Super Monkey Ball was a, around the same time, a little bit after that. Yeah. Um, I guarantee that Sega would have called on one of those guys. 
my god! And uh, yeah, and that that is how we solved the mystery. This twenty year old mystery by looking at, uh, well, by getting in touch with a few people, but looking at the uh, Shenmue cast and crew. God bless Shenmue. Yeah, absolutely. See, that's another reason why it's the greatest thing that's ever exactly. Been I thought you'd appreciate that, Red. But do you? But who? But who was it from Shenmue? Do you have um, the answer? It is was a guy called. Hold on, where is he? Who played Sailor Number Four? All right, <laughs> uh, let, let me bring it up. IMDb Shenmue. It's a. It, it's really weird. He he went to speak to one one guy. Um, who the bizarre thing is, as soon as I heard this guy's voice, I knew him from a million video games. Um, and he's listening to me. He's like, oh, I don't know. It could be. It could be Matt, I know, it could be this other guy. And he mentioned this Matt guy and then moved on. He said, I can't remember his, his other name. And then he, he he ended up getting in touch with someone else and he was talking to this <laughs> other guy and he was like, oh, I don't know, that sounds a bit like Brian. It could be Brian. And then eventually when he when he got down to it, it found, turned out it was a guy called Brian Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so the first guy had, had told him his surname but couldn't remember his first name. The second guy told him his first name but couldn't remember his surname. And yeah, Brian Matt. <laughs> and in Shenmue, let me find him. Uh, full cast. It was probably some little side characters, probably no one. Um, yeah, he plays a guy called Wang Guangji. It must have been just a little side character. I'm going to put that into Google. Um Oh, okay, it's a trophy. Oh, it's the he's the guy. Um, he's the delivery guy. You know, the one that you buy a drink for because he's really he's he's staring thirstily at the vending oh, machine. He's just right. staring at the vending machine, and you go over to him, you go, "You okay?" And he's like, "It's really thirsty, but I've got no money." Yeah. So you buy and him then, a drink, and then you go the same time a couple of days later, and he's there again, going, "Oh, <laughs> I'm like, so not thirsty." And his brothers in Shenmue too, and he's like, "Oh, you helped my right. brother out, I believe." In a, yeah. it's like it's a small world. That's it. <laughs> so, Amazing. yes. So that was him. Well, I like how you went shows. from eh, probably some boring side character to you both knowing exactly where he was in the game. Something I was looking through recently, like I think I was checking a couple of um, voice actors from Mass Effect to see if if they were in anything else, and they were like, you know, they, they played this main character, but they also did this character and this character and this character and this character. Mm. So, um, but in Shenmue, you go through that list here on IMDb. There's very, very few that have got more than one voice, uh, well, more than one character they did. So it just showed how many people they must have got in to, to do it. It's insane. That's... Um, yeah. Like, I knew that, but I didn't know that... Like, I love that story of just trying to figure out who it was. That yeah. Was and he's like, right, cool, I'm going to hunt it down. It's like proper Dave Gorman. This is exactly it. He goes around and then does it up. They're very... That noise? Yeah, it's back again. Right. No, Ashley's pouring me a bowl of cheese. Right so. next to the microphone. <laughs> On the microphone, pouring <laughs> them directly onto the microphone. Yeah. Mm. Well, this 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 guy, just to wrap this up, that his, his documentaries are overly long. Like, he spends a lot of time. Very, it's very much like I don't know, like American TV, where it's. He just labours on a point where it's just like, but then what could have happened? Could this have happened? And then that, and then we move on to that. The, the truth will shock you. And then he'll move on and just tell you it. it but um, the the one that, that kind of drew me in at first, it was about apparently um, a, a McDonald's Nintendo DS game um, 
this this video came out a week ago and it's got like 2.8 million views and apparently back in the well when the, when the original ds came out mcdonald's in japan made a training game they spent millions of, of, of dollars making this developing this game where that they would give to their staff and their staff would learn like what were the ingredients of a big mac and how to clean their station how to salt the fries everything um and there were only about you know i don't know maybe, maybe about 100 of these made um and a lot of, a, a bunch of the branches got sent a ds with an m on or like a an embossed mcdonald's logo and this game and there's a couple of these that have been found around and sold on to people but there's a code that you need and a password and no one's known the password so he went on this massive hunt to try and track down um an original mcdonald's ds with the game and the passcode and he eventually manages to get it and it's it's fascinating i mean this thing is 49 minutes long i was on the fast forward button for most of it but just well no this is just it i didn't watch it all it, I, there was a lot of skipping because it was just an awful lot of and then what happened and then could this possibly have been the next thing and i put a bid on ebay and i was waiting and waiting and, and it was just it goes on a lot <laughs> but but the overall story i was just like this is fascinating and um yeah and eventually he gets it and he even goes into this because apparently it's really hard now to get um screen recording uh 3ds's um apparently the stock of those has dried up some guy who who was one of the big the big uh makers of these like hackers of ds consoles he's retired and said he's not doing them anymore so you can it's really hard to get hold of a, a ds that you can actually screen record off so part, about 20 minutes of this documentary was him tracking this guy down and convincing him to to give him a another ds that he could screen record so he could play this game eventually and he um he actually um got someone as well to hack the rom so he's ripped it from the you know from dumped it or whatever they called it um and released it on the internet so anyone can now play this mcdonald's game um i was i was curious i was thinking i might get a a, a ds emulator for my mac and download it and might be an interesting video to put up on the youtube channel yeah definitely um, i could just about read my way through it there's a bit of complicated Japanese, but i can just about get enough of it i think so might be interesting anyway you can make the perfect big mac yes exactly exactly have you seen um the controversy that their festive menu had brought well two things see this is another thing this is a festive menu where the burgers are barely festive yeah and the triple big mac has one slice of cheese what um yeah how dare they just one slice of cheese and hardly any sauce so apparently it's dry as balls um which everyone's kicking off about and apparently hopefully mcdonald's might change it but they reckon that they perfectly balanced it um which the worst thing is they came back and said that to which now everyone's like fuck you you didn't (laughs) um and kicking off and then the second thing is their jerk chicken uh yeah they do that every year it makes no sense and it's not jerk either because the apparently the chili that they use is the incorrect chili um so now they get like people are calling them like racist and stuff because they're they're not using the uh the correct thing and they're saying that all chili is the same chili and it doesn't actually come from where it originates from it's like a mexican one and not a caribbean 
uh, chili that they use. It's like a habanero instead of the... Oh, chili just lives what it was. So, yeah, so people are kicking off about that. So that's both their festive burgers are now just getting slammed wow. <laughs> massively, which is just crazy. So I don't that's think... That's fine. Know. I haven't been to McDonald's in about five months, so I think I'm going to be okay. See, I go once a week. Like, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't have it personally, but Oliver has a Happy Meal every Wednesday as a treat from nursery. Okay. So, and I'm good. I always make sure we have something nice instead. Fair enough. So, that is a, that's my treat. Anyway, more importantly, have you seen, and I know we're probably well over time, but I do just want to we're discuss. Just, we're just at time, so we're okay. Nice. Um, yeah, Doom, Doom Eternal's finally got its Nintendo Switch announcement, so I can now play Doom Eternal. Yes. Which is making me a happy chappy. So that comes out next week. It's not December. getting a physical release, right? Nope, just digital only. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to take up 18.8 gig of storage. That's not bad. You think, which is great. Yeah, that's that's, considering, and, you know, we're talking about 200 gig for an install of a PlayStation 5 game. Yeah, and the nice thing is they're not actually taking anything out. It's going to support everything. Um, so the all the stuff, including the 2v1 battle mode multiplayer, is coming through. The single-player campaign is coming through. They're going to release the DLC mm. uh, for it as well. Um, and they're even going to support the gyroscopic motion controls so you can oh, nice. it to, to go with. So they're, they're doing it all. And if you buy it before December the 22nd, you'll get a download code. Uh, for Doom 64 and the Rip and Tear content pack as well, oh. which contains like a load of skins and stuff from their, their campaign. So it's well worth it because Doom 64 is actually an awesome game if you haven't played it. It's a bit more slower paced compared to the like, the normal Dooms, but it's so good. Um, and obviously Doom Eternal just looked the tits, but I never had a, my PlayStation 4 around for me to play it when it came out. Yeah. So now it's getting the, uh, the Switch release after them going oh we might oh we might not oh we might they're like yes we are and it's literally a couple of weeks later they're like here's it coming out i know i know we've joked on this show about like um you know some of the games they've released on the switch and how they just look a bit rubbish like um you know nothing is really making the same uses of of, uh, of the hardware as it needs to like things like skyrim you know mm. it's it's not it's not the best version of it but at least it's there but for them to bring Doom Eternal onto it. Yeah, the original Doom on it played amazing. Hmm. Absolutely. And it looked good. Like, obviously, it wasn't all light, shiny, and made, but it looked it looked good enough to go, this looks nice. Yeah. And it tricked to play on the Switch as well, like handheld, ragging around Doom. Tell you, honestly, if hmm. you would have told me when I was a little whippersnapper, I could have been doing that to that sort of level. Wow. I wouldn't have believed you. Have you ever seen. Um... Ark Survival, is it called? Is that that dinosaur one? Yeah. On, on the Switch. If you haven't seen it, just go on YouTube and to type, type in Ark Survival Switch and watch some of the videos that people have made of it. It is horrendous. <laughs> really? Just, yeah, oh, it's, it's the, the one of... I mean, it, it looks like Doom 64, Reg. Oh, wow. It is absolutely <laughs> terrible to the point where, you know, people have, have done little super cuts of it. Where do you know when um, I can't remember what video it was from, but um, someone playing the Jurassic Park theme tune on a like I don't know on a, on a recorder or something like that, and it's really out of tune. Have you ever seen mm. that video? 
it's that yeah, they no, play sure. that along with it and it just fits it because it's just it's it just looks horrendous looks the, the does worst it look thing i've ever seen on a, on a console have you seen uh life of the black tiger no on the ps4 no. i one bazillion percent recommend googling life of black tiger i'm on it um on the ps4 so this yeah. looks like an original playstation game yeah. Um, I think it was originally a mobile game, um, and then they ported it across to the PS4. Yeah. Um, it's just only three years ago as well. Yeah, I can see. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, it's everything it looks like about a PS1 it. game. Yeah, but it's like the um, I, was, I watched a, a full-on playthrough because I tried it on the mobile, going like it can't be that bad, right. and I was like, oh my god, it's awful. Like just on the mobile alone, and I was like, yeah, delete that after like two minutes. Um, but then they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to change anything here. It's on the PS4. It's like broken. Like localization is just non-existent. It's like it, it's just horrendously awful. Um, and yeah, it just looks and plays like ass. Like yeah. there's just nothing nice about it at all. The fact that, that Sony actually uploaded the trailer onto the onto the official PlayStation channel. Yeah, like, I would have just gone and no, we're having none of that. And the top comment is, "This really pushes the PS1 to its limits." <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards compatible on the ps5 in fact you know the best comment on that so far is uh these high quality exclusives are the reason why i prefer a playstation over xbox <laughs> 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 that that wins the internet for today uh, oh last thing to speak sorry but you mentioned exclusives and it made me think of spider-man which made me think about Into the Spider-Verse, which I have just recently watched for the first time. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I hadn't watched it. I watched it the weekend, and Damn. oh my god. Yeah. how? Where was that years mm. ago, Sony? Because mm. that is, I think, if not the best, one of the best Spider-Man films so yeah. far. Yeah. And it's like, Sony, why didn't you... I, I just love, I love the idea that it opens up with them taking the piss out of their own films. <laughs> and and then just 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 doubling down on them on the madness of it nicholas cage as spider-man noir like some of that shit is just fantastic like i had, i had no idea everyone was telling me oh it's, it's fantastic you should definitely see it and i was like yeah yeah okay i'll get to it and I, it's so good it's genuinely so good left me feeling just like wow so yeah that's that's my very short review of it it left me feeling wow yeah, and the soundtrack to it is just immense. It's such a, everything about that film is just so good, and that's why I love the Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, game. It's on the PS4 and Five. The soundtrack to that and the feel of that just makes me really want the next um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Really, Have you really seen the um, the 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 uh, the cat that you can unlock in Miles Morales? Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just part of a little side mission, and you you know you rescue a cat for a, a shop owner. But once you complete the game, you can actually get unlock a suit where you have a backpack that has this little cat that pokes his head out, and he's got a Spider-Man mask on, and he'll actually do an attack for you if, if you press the right button combination. You'll sort of do this this somersault, and the cat just goes flying out the out of your bag and scratches people in the face, and then jumps back into your bag. It That's looks wild. amazing. It is, that is what the PS5 is all about. Yeah. I was going to say, so just before we start podding, uh, just very quickly, um, me and Dad were talking before you, you jumped in, um, Dave. So 
my my boss usually books off Black Friday um, for doing all the shopping and, and whatnot. Um, and then he messaged us at half ten on the, in like the morning, going, "Oh, looks like shopping's been cancelled." And it's a picture of him holding his PS Five. Um, and he was like, "Admittedly, it's his Christmas present, but he wanted to do all the updates and stuff so he could just enjoy it on Christmas Day." So he did the usual, you know, you unbox it, plug it in, play Astro Bot, um, and now I believe the hype is fully real because as every single website you'll ever go on keeps talking about how amazing the controller is for it, you always think, yeah, they've got to say that. You know, it's it's bound to be like, oh, look, but the controller is amazing. He was genuinely saying that the this controller is the most, like, surreal and phenomenal experience you'll ever have playing a game. He was like, everything about this controller is just amazing. And from what I've heard about Spider-Man Miles, is like when you're doing the web slinging. So like when you're about to do it, it like builds up and like your controller, like the haptic feedback proper starts pushing down. And then when you let go, it just flings out the, contr- the trigger. So it actually feels as though you're letting go of a web. You're just swinging it through. Um, and your spidey sense actually vibrates to certain parts of like the pad so you know where attacks coming from just before it happens and stuff so it's like very clever the way that they've used it and it just makes you think you've got spider-man just like so good because the original spider-man game was awesome so the remaster is going to be nice once you get your head around the actual change of peter parker's model but yeah the morales morales has just done so fucking well and now they're utilizing the pad completely i can just I just can't wait for this generation now. I think it's going to be so, so goddamn good. And if you have more games like Miles Morales, then I'm all for it. So, yes, that was my quick mini, you need to buy a PS5 because the pad's amazing. And now I've heard it from an actual real person and not an internet person. I'm genuinely excited. Real people are overrated. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to calling everyone noobs on WoW in a minute. So, you know, I'm all good. But <laughs> up until that time frame, I need to be down with my peeps. My true dad. True dad. So on that note, I think before it gets even more surreal, <laughs> I believe we should uh, we should call it. Yes, indeed. Sounds good. But it's been a pleasure, and hopefully mm-hmm. next time we podcast, I can let you all know what's what's in the box from Microsoft uh, <laughs> I don't want do I have to uh, do you mean that's Wednesday when we do the D&D because I don't want to wait till next Monday to find out and especially if you're like oh I can't join tonight I'm like what's in the fucking box Dave <laughs> so can you just, just message us to let us know <laughs> well, we'll see we'll see how we're doing oh. <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> but if it's a Series X you need to tell me <laughs> yeah I think I think that's fair Okay, cool. I'm down with that. And on that note, I've been Reg. I've been Dave. Oh, jeez, we screwed it up. We got this Alphabetical, come on. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not taking any responsibility from that. (laughs) Anyway, goodbye. All right, bye-bye. It's been a pleasure. Toodles. Bye.